Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we're going to be talking about how to build your 2018 social media strategy. Since we're coming up on the end of the year, I thought it would be a great time to dive into this topic. And what we'll look at today is the trends over the last year in social media marketing, what to look out for in 2018, and then we'll finally take a look at how to build your 2018 social media plan. So when you're putting a marketing plan together, whether it's for your social media or marketing in general, there are a couple of things that you need to consider. So uh, the first thing that you really need to do is you need to look at your current plan and um, see if you what you achieved the uh, if you achieved the outcomes that you wanted for this year and what worked and what didn't. And then you need to kind of look at what's happened in social media during the current year, what's been happening in your industry during the current year, and then take a look at the trends in social media for next year. Uh, and for us, it's 2018, and also industry trends for 2018. And then uh, once you've evaluated all that, then you can take a look at what you want to accomplish in uh, 2018 and how does that affect your 2018 social media plan. So some of the things to consider when you're evaluating your uh, current plan success Uh, you need to remember that success takes uh, several different forms. So for you, success could be measured in sales. It could be measured in the number of new customers or repeat customers, or it could even be measured in brand recognition. And those are just a few of the things that you can measure success by. So just make sure that you're taking a look at how you're measuring success and what you're defining as successful. But you also have to remember that success does come at a price, and that also needs to be taken into account when you're evaluating your current marketing program and and how it's working for you. So you could be wildly successful at those those key metrics that you're looking at, but what was the cost associated with uh, achieving that success, and was it worth it? So what we're talking about here is we're really talking about your social media uh, return on investment or social media ROI. And there's a couple of different things that you need to take into account when you're figuring this number out. Um, The first thing is the cost of the various social media tools that you're using. So um, you may be using a social media management tool like HubSpot or Buffer or Sprout Social. You may be using email marketing tools like Constant Contact or iContact or MailChimp. And you may be using other tools that will help you track, monitor, and measure your social media efforts. The total cost of these tools needs to go into your ROI um, equation uh, as you're trying to figure this out. The second thing that you need to keep in mind when you're trying to calculate your social media ROI is the total man hours logged. So um, whether it's a customer representative or a digital marketing associate that's managing your accounts, you need to know the entire amount of man hours that it took to um, make your 
social media strategy successful. Uh, and you also need to take a look at what your uh, paid content and optimization uh, cost you. And what I mean by that is if you're uh, farming out the creation of your blog posts or some of your other content, or if you're, you have somebody else doing your search engine optimization, you need to take into account what those, um, those, events and activities cost you in terms of, of dollars and cents. And the last thing that you really need to take into account when you're when you're looking at your social media ROI is those paid social ads and post boosts. And really in today's day and age, that's where you're going to be spending a lot of money. So you need to take a look at um, the number of times that you boosted a Facebook uh, post or you created a Facebook ad or a Twitter ad or an Instagram ad or whatever ad that ads that you've created and how much it cost you. So once you have these four things in place, the cost of the various uh, social media tools that you use, the man hours that you logged and put that into a dollar value, um, the cost of uh, outside consultants or paid uh, paid contractors to do your SEO or your content writing, and then how much you paid out in social media ads or uh, post boosts, then you need to um, try to calculate your ROI on a weekly or monthly basis. So for example, if you earn about uh, $800 a month from social media or from a particular social network, um, and then you and then say you pay a consultant $300 a month for writing your blog posts and managing your social media. And on top of that, you spend $100, $150 on advertising or boosting posts per month. Then you need to put that into the, in, into the formula. And the formula is fairly simple. So yeah, what you want to do is you want to take expenses minus costs and once you have that total, you want to multiply it by 100 and then take that total and divide it by your costs. And that will give you your return on investment. So in this case, we earned $800 a month and we spent $450. So $800 minus $450 is $350 times 100 is $35,000. And then you divide that by 450 and you get a 78% return on investment, which actually means that you're losing money based on uh, your social media uh, practices. So for every dollar that you spend on social media, you're gaining 78 cents. So that's not a really good scenario. What you want is you want to either break even, which would be 100% or, or 0% or you want to make sure that you're um, getting more than you're actually paying in. So you really need to make sure that you're looking at that. The next thing that you need to look at when you're when you're talking about social media success is how is is your content doing better on certain networks than others? So in this case, what you want to do is you want to not look just at uh, likes, retweets, and shares. Um, there are a lot of other metrics that will give you a deeper understanding of how well your content is doing on the social networks. So some of the things that you want to look at would be things like paid versus organic likes, which means how many people are lo- liking your posts because you boosted it 
or they just found it on their own. Um, you also want to look at paid uh, post clicks, which means how many times have people clicked on the post to see the full message rather than just scrolling by. You know, sometimes you ha- you have that message and it says more, and um, how many people are actually clicking on that more to see the full post rather than just reading that little summary at the top or the first couple of sentences of your post. Then you want to also take a look at the link clicks. So how many people have actually clicked your link, whether it's to your website or to your landing page or to um, sign up for an event or RSVP? Um, uh, how are they? How many of them are clicking on these links um, that you mentioned in your posts? You also want to look at your replies. How many people are actually replying to your post and commenting on your post and interacting with you on your posts? And um, there are other ways that you can analyze your content, but I, I think these couple will give you an idea of what you need to do to look and see um, how your content is doing on the networks and then evaluate if you're getting more interaction or or better uh a better use on Facebook than Twitter or Instagram or something like that. So that's one of the things that you really need to look at when you're evaluating your social media success. Another thing that you need to look at is um, if your follower count uh, count grew during the year for each of your networks. And um, you also need to look at whether it grew or shrunk. And was there anything that you did or didn't do that could be linked to that growth or that decline in your number of followers? And if there is, um, what could uh, what could you do differently, either to replicate what happened so that you continue to grow, or something different so that you don't lose followers um, because of something that you did? And you need to remember that over the year you may think that you you've had steady growth, but in some cases people are following you to get you to follow them back. And it could, and they could easily unfollow you within a few days without you knowing you uh, if you're not keeping. Tra- um, so um, they could easily unfollow you in a few days without you knowing if if you're not keeping track. And they could not like your content. And over time, they may think that you're uh, posting too much content, so they don't want to see it anymore, and they'll unfollow you or something along those lines. So that's really one of those metrics that you need to keep. Uh, close tabs on, and that's fairly easy to do across uh, all of the different networks. Another thing that you need to keep uh, track of to determine your social media success is um, if your social uh, demographics differ uh, on social media than from your target audience. And we've talked about making sure that you know who your target audience is um, and your ideal customer is uh, very quickly. So um, what you need to do is you need to evaluate this. And uh, sometimes what we thought was our target audience may have uh, not quite fit the picture of what the social demographics are for that particular network. So um, you need to make sure that you revamp uh, what you're posting. So in your approach so that your audiences um, will 
will match or your posts will match your audiences on those different networks. So for example, if you thought your audience was young mothers between the ages of 25 and 30, um, but you find out that your audience is really grandmothers and you need to make sure that is this a, a significant change in your uh, demographics and, and is it driven by who is actually purchasing your product or service so it may very well be that you have a product or service that's geared to uh, young mothers but in fact their mothers are the ones that are purchasing it so you may need to change your um, posting tactics and, and your and the direction of your posts um, and you just need to be constantly aware of who your audience is and adjust your message accordingly so one of the other things that you need to look at when you're evaluating your social success factors is um, what are your customers saying about you and you need to remember that um, even if you don't necessarily see what your customers are saying about you in, in your own social media, they are probably talking about you. So you want to make sure that you're monitoring your keywords and your company name through Google Alerts and to stay on top of what others are saying and react if necessary. And it's really important that you respond to messages from your customers in a timely manner. Um, social media has become the new customer support system, so you need to make sure that you have those mechanisms in place um, to answer questions, resolve issues, and address comments online as quickly as possible. So if you're able to take a look at all of those different um, uh, social media success factors and evaluate them um, as to whether or not you're being successful on each social platform and in general that will really help you when when you're looking at your social media plan going forward and evaluating what you need to do to change it and um, hopefully it will also give you an idea of what needs to happen in the future. So the next thing that we're going to start taking a look at is some of the social media trends that were predicted at the beginning of 2017 and see how they actually played out. But it's time for our first break. So we will start looking at that when we get back. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. 
These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we we took a look at some of the things to consider when evaluating your 2017 social media plan. And now we're going to take a look at some of those trends that um, were predicted for 2017 and what happened with them. So the first one is uh, live videos will change the landscape of digital marketing. And unless you've been hiding under a rock, um, you've probably noticed that live video has really taken off this year. And we've seen this through the rise of uh, Facebook Live, Insta Stories on Instagram, and other uh, live platforms. What What's happening is your customers are looking for the authentic you, and this has really emerged as one of those areas where they can get that as well as on-the-spot and up-to-date information from you. The second trend that we saw during uh, this year is that buy buttons on social media have become very popular. And in the past, we've always had to redirect people to our websites in order for them to make a purchase. But now this year, what we've seen is an increase in the number of social platforms that allow you to set up a store on their site or purchase directly within the platform without even leaving the page, which has really um, helped with engagement and not losing people um, because they had to go to your website and and, uh, try and purchase from there. And then they need to go back to the network if they were trying to do something on that social platform. Another thing that we've seen over the last year and a lot of small businesses have felt the impact is the increased ad spending to reach more customers and really organic reach on social media has declined tremendously and it's partially due to the use of social media by businesses and partially due to social media companies changing their algorithms to put more emphasis on paid reach and engagement. Um, So if you're a small business, this really may have had a big impact on your strategy and you may have seen a a huge decline in your organic search and you may have seen a lot more um, chances for from Facebook in notifications to say, hey, this this uh, post has been doing much better than your other posts, so why don't you boost it 
and pay for it and all that sort of stuff. But the upside too is that um, the networks have also improved their algorithms so that you can uh, target your customers better, uh, which allows you to hone in on your target, your true target audience. So uh, when it comes to paid advertising on these networks, um, you can have more confidence that you're getting to the right people. Uh, the other, uh, another trend that we saw this year, um, I've entitled engagement, engagement, engagement. And we've talked about the importance of contents in your marketing strategy in the past. And I've really harped on, harped on that to the extent that real, that's what people want is they really want that content. They want to connect with you. But this year, it's really been that quanti- the quality of the contact, uh, the content that's taken the front seat. So now it's important to have unique, simple, and interesting content that will get people to really sit up and take notice. And it also includes customer service as more and more people are are turning to social media to get answers rather than waiting for an email response or on uh, the phone on those long uh, holds that you have to endure for customer service on on some of these um, for some of these companies. So um, uh, another thing that happened during uh, 2017 is the personalization of brands. People are really looking to interact with people, not corporate conglomerations. So this year, brands have become more personal and they're uh, connecting better with their audiences. Another thing that we saw this year is the rise in in mobile technology, um, and it's really taken over from the desktop. So more and more people are surfing the internet on their mobile devices and buying from their mobile devices. So it's extremely important that your website and your email campaigns and and your uh, e-commerce stores are all mobile friendly to stay in the game. And finally, for the trends for this this past year is the rise of visual platforms. And in this case, I'm talking about platforms such as Snapchat and Instagram. And these two in particular have seen a dramatic increase in usage. So it's really important for small businesses not to overlook these platforms as a way to visually tell their stories. So that those are the overall trends that we've seen uh, during this last year. And what I want to do now is I want to take a look at what some of the trends are going to be in uh, 2018 and how some of these trends that we've seen in this year are going to continue into next year. So the first one is that video is going to continue to grow in 2018. Um, And video tends to have a way of gaining more engagement with audiences. So that's why it's, it's probably the number one trend for next year is that this is just going to take off and grow, whether it's um, video that you've taken and just post on, on social media or it's live video, live video is really going to be break uh, big. So in, in addition to Facebook Live and and others, um, Instagram Stories and Snapchats are just two examples of brands that give uh, you a chance to create timely videos and share it with followers. And I thought this was a really interesting uh, statistic that over two million people use Instagram Stories each month. So, uh, and in addition to this, platforms are uh, weighting video heavily in their algorithms. So it, it should inspire you to include this in your marketing plans and put together a strategy that 
also ties it to your written content, and that will really be key to your success for 2018. Um, Another trend that we're seeing for next year is uh, short-lived content, which uh, is being called ephemeral content, will be an important uh, component to this engagement. And this is the content that disappears after the viewer has seen it or within uh, 24 hours. And Insta Stories is really a great example of that. And for the traditional marketer, which includes me, um, this may sound a little scary and a little odd, um, but it's extremely popular among millennials and Generation Z. So it shouldn't be ignored. And some things that you want to consider about this type of content, um, this type of content, which is short-lived, is considered by customers to really be more authentic than um, sponsored ads or brand-focused uh, posts um, that last longer and push customers towards a purchase. And the content is really gone within hours. So it kind of increases the um, fear of missing out factor with potential customers. And so as a a result, audiences are are, uh, more inclined to take faster action. And that that actually helps us as marketers out. Um, They're more inclined to pay attention because they don't want to miss that next Insta Insta story or that next Facebook Live um, session. So uh, you want to make sure that you stay on top of this. And really the name of the game in these cases, depending on what network it is, is the pictures and videos that allow your brand to engage with your audiences um, in the shortest amount of time. And then we've talked about um, how content and, and engaging is really an important factor in your social media success. Um, and one of the th- one of the trends over this next year is going to be chatbots and chatbots for customer service, which will make um, that customer service and that interaction faster and easier. And if you haven't heard about chatbots before, in a nutshell, it's a computer program that's designed to simulate conversation with human users, um, particularly over the internet. And I'm sure you've seen it and you might not have realized that that's what it was, but it's when that uh, little box pops up on your screen and says, is there something that I can do to help you? Or in Messenger, uh, Facebook Messenger, it'll ask you if you have any questions. Um, and it can, and these chatbots can really help you with a variety of issues, such as it can provide you with customer service. It can give you receipts for your purchases. It can uh, give you special offers for customers, um, and it can also answer um, question frequently asked questions that your customers may have. So, uh, with customers wanting and expecting uh, immediate answers to their questions, these seem to be the ideal solution um, to that issue. And it also allows brands to interact quickly with customers in a way that really feels personal. So it can take that personal aspect that we've been talking about and marry it with that immediate response aspect. And uh, it opens a whole new era for customer service and interacting with your customers online. And then another thing that's going to take off in this next year is um, 
the market is kind of shifting towards Generation Z, and it, and Generation Z really differs from other generations because they they're the ones that have grown up with inter, the internet and smartphones, and they're really focused on speed for purchasing items and um, also on customer service, which goes back to what we were just talking about. They also make up about 25% of the the population, and they're the ones that are just starting to enter the workforce. So they are just starting to get their first jobs and having disposable income. So if your business is customer-focused, your social strategy really needs to take a look at this group and how to target the them um, on the platforms that they use the most, which is usually Snapchat and, and Instagram. Um, you need to be as authentic as possible with these, so make sure that you're doing those spontaneous photos and videos and give them a, a look behind the scenes. If you have some uh, social influence, make sure that you're showing that. They they want you to be transparent, so you really need to make sure that you're, you're catering to them and, and fitting in with them. And, and I have two more trends for this next year. The first one is personalized content is still important. And all individuals want content that's relevant to them. So you need to personalize it. And that means that you need to know your target market and create a few customer avatars based on your most common types of buyers. And we've talked about customer avatars and ideal customer avatars in the past. Um, So they really should be based on their age, their gender, their education, income, those types of those types of demographics, and you really need to make sure that you keep those in mind when you're um, writing your posts and when you're posting and all that so that you keep that uh, up to date. And the last one that I have before our break is the rise in influencer marketing. And we've talked about, we haven't talked about this, but it's been around for a while. Um, and because it's been around and and taking hold, um, it's getting harder and harder to find those influencers that will help you and that you can trust. And um, people are going to be turning to the real experts for this. So this is one of those trends that you need to watch. And it's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at creating your social media strategy for 2018. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
when it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we finished up our discussion on some of the social media marketing trends that happened this year and what we can look forward to in 2018. So now let's put together your social media strategy for 2018. Um, And the first thing that you want to do when you're putting that strategy together is you want to identify your goals. Um, You want to know what you're striving to achieve before you can actually put your plan in place. So what are your overall goals and what part does social media really play in achieving them? So some of the goals that you may want to consider are um, increased brand awareness. And so whether you're launching a, a new product or service or if you're new to the market or you're new to social media, this is really a great goal for your business. And some of the things that you can use as measurements for this are the average reach of your post, um, the web traffic uh, from your social media, how many followers you have, and your engagement levels, which looks at things like likes, shares, and comments on each of your posts. Um, Another goal that you may want to consider is um, you want to drive traffic and leads. So this is a great goal if you're struggling to get leads from your website or your content isn't getting a whole lot of uh, attention. And for this, you can measure things like the page views from social referrals. So uh, it's a good thing to have uh, Google Analytics installed on your website. And you can always go in and check those analytics and see where where your traffic is coming from. Um, bounce rates. So how long are they staying on your pages? How many pages are they viewing? That sort of information. Um, form submissions. This is really a good one to see if if you're driving traffic or generating leads. And this refers to um, how many people signed up for your email list, how many people filled out your uh, contact forms. Um, If you have uh, gated content, how many people signed up uh, for a subscription to that, that sort of stuff. And then the other thing that you can uh, measure for uh, driving traffic and leads is sales conversions from uh, social referrals. And the third goal that I want to mention um, as part of some of those goals that you want to consider is uh, building a community. So if you want to improve customer service, if you want to increase brand awareness, if you want to build trust or provide uh, additional value to your customers, these are things that will um you'll help if you build a community. And some of the things that you can measure here include, again, um, uh, customer engagement. So how many clicks, how many likes, how many comments, how many shares on your posts, um, how many posts that others are posting that are linked to your content um, and your follower growth rate. 
So once you have those goals set, um, then you need to set your marketing objectives. So what we're doing here is we're trying to define your success in meeting those goals. And this is where you put specific parameters in place. So for example, you might want to say you want to increase sales by X number of dollars or by X percent. Um, And you want to make sure that your objectives are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So you need to use the SMART strategy, um, if you've heard of that before. So it has to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And then the third thing uh, that you want to look at when you're putting together your social media strategy is you need to identify your ideal customers. And we have talked about this a little bit today, and we've talked about it a lot in the past. But this is really where you need to make sure that um, that ideal customer image that you have with um, their backgrounds, their uh, key demographics, what they their likes and dislikes are, um, where they hang out online, uh, what they like to do for hobbies, um, what their occupation is, that sort of stuff. You really need to hone that in so that you know exactly who you're talking to once you put that strategy in place because that's what's going to drive all of your strategy. And it's really okay if you have a couple of different uh, ideal customer types. Um, Just make sure that you know that you're going to be marketing uh, differently or or talking differently to each of those. And the example that I like to use is um, when you're putting together these ideal customer avatars, you want to make it so that that person is like your best friend sitting across from you and you're just having a a cup of coffee with them. Um, So you might want to name them. Um, give them a physical description so that when uh, you sit down to write your content, you can say, oh, I'm writing for such and such customer avatar, and you know exactly who you're talking about. The next thing that you need to do for your um, social media strategy for next year is you really need to research your competition. So um, it not only keeps you apprised of their activity, but it also gives you an idea of what's working so you can integrate their successful tactics into your own efforts. Um, I kind of like to call this R&D, and it doesn't stand for research and development. It stands for rob and duplicate, and I don't mean take their content or anything like that. But if something's working for them, um, try to duplicate it based on on your um, customers and your company and what your um, what your personality is and all that so that you're not building uh, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel so in this case what I would do is I would look at three to five competitors and just search their social accounts to see what's not what's working what's not and then also when you're doing that you want to pay attention to what types of content they're posting and the type of engagement that they're experiencing so are they posting videos are they um, posting uh, text are they posting pictures um, surveys asking questions, that that sort of stuff as far as content. And then um, what type of engagement are they getting? Um, Are there, how many likes are they getting? How many shares are they getting? Are there comments to those posts? That sort of stuff. So those are the keys that you want to look at when you're researching your competition. The next thing that you need to do is you need to choose your platform and your tactics. So what I mean by this is, 
Uh, a lot of businesses tend to, especially when they're starting out with social media, they tend to create accounts on every popular social network uh, without really researching which platform will bring the most return. Uh, this goes back to coming up with your ideal customer avatar, you need to know where they're hanging out and you need to hang out where they're hanging out online. So you can avoid wasting your time in the wrong place by using that information um, to determine which platform is right for you. And then when you're talking about tactics, what we're talking about is if, if you're going to just post, if you're going to engage in ads, if you're going to do live video, how are you going to reach that market and keep them engaged? And then after you've done all of that, you need to uh, create your content strategy. And there's a couple of different components to your content strategy. Um, you need to look at what type of content you're going to post, when you're going to post it, and how often you're going to post it. So when we're looking at the type of content you should post, um, it really comes down to form and context. And it's the images, the text, um, the links, the video, and you have to look at the context. How does it fit into your uh, company brand and your company image um, and your company voice? So if your company is sarcastic, your your ads or, or your posts should be sarcastic. If you have a, a um, social uh a social awareness side, make sure that you're posting about that and, and bring your audience into it. So on the content side, it's all about making sure that you have the type and the, and the context for the, the um, messages. And then with posting frequency, you really need to check and see where, um, where your content is uh, being posted and when it's being um, when it's being liked and seen by your by your audience and just uh, post then um, and you may want to find the perfect free and you may need to post it more than once because uh, people may not see it. Um, people may need to see it a couple of different times. It usually takes eight to ten uh, touches before somebody actually hears your message. So you may want to just check and see on which networks you need to do that and, and increase your posting frequency. After you've done that, then you need to create a budget and allocate your resources. So you need to make a comprehensive list of the tools that you'll need. And we talked about that when we were talking about evaluating uh, this past year's success. So you need to take a look at your social media monitoring systems, your email marketing um, tools, um, services that you outsource, and any advertising that you're, uh, you need to purchase. And then you need to project that on an annual basis so that you have a high level view of what you're investing and how it affects your marketing plan. And then once you've done that, you, you also need to took at, take a look at your manpower. How are you going to allocate your resources? And what, we, what I mean by that is uh, how much time are you going to spend on social media each, um, each day or each week? Who's going to do it? Um, how much time are you going to spend uh, putting together the content and making sure that it's distributed um, and things like that. So there's a lot that goes into putting this marketing plan together. And once you've really put it together, you, you're all set for um, 
for your strategy for next year. And don't forget to put together all of those um, those key markers that we talked about earlier as to how you're going to define success. So um, the next thing that I want to talk about a little bit is how to improve your social media presence because this is something that's going to be important. Um, this is this is what we're talking about today is putting together your social media strategy for next year. And uh, we've talked about some of those things already and, and, and we've talked about video and we've talked about um, making everything personal and uh, just keeping things consistent and, and making sure that your content is is high quality rather than just content. And, and actually, on that note, I really want to uh, mention that that when you're putting together this strategy, um, you need to make sure that when you're putting together your content, you actually have some time built in there to write out the content and make sure that you have time to research your topics um, because sometimes that takes quite a bit of time and you may not have even thought about the time that it takes to do that. Um, it could take, uh, for me, for example, um, putting together content for either a blog post or even for uh, one of these episodes, it can take anywhere from three to five hours to do the the um, research for it and then I have to write it or put together the presentation so that it makes sense. Um, so you're, you're probably looking at five to eight or more hours per content or per post um, and you need to make sure that you're keeping that in mind. And if you're doing it all yourself, you may want to take into account that you may need to hire somebody. And if you're a small business and you're growing, that's something that you really need to take into account when you're considering your social media strategy. So when we come back, we will talk about how to improve your social media presence. And uh, we have some other things that we're looking at for uh, coming up on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. 
the business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've gone through an awful lot of information to just help you get your juices flowing for putting together your 2018 social media marketing strategy. So what I want to leave you with is a couple of tips on how to improve your social media presence um, going forward and into next year. So the first thing that I want to recommend is that you listen rather than promote. And what I mean by this is uh, utilize the time that you have on social media to understand your customers and address your need, their needs and not to promote your product. What I've seen a lot lately is, pe- especially at the end of the year, people are just promoting everything out the kazoo. So just make sure that you're listening to who your customers are and what they're saying. And we've talked about the golden rule, which is the 30, 60, 10 rule, a 30% is your content, 60% is other contents, and 10% is uh, promoting yourself. Just kind of stay in that range and make sure that you're listening to what your customers are saying and adjust your content appropriately. The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to make a commitment to social media. I know that social media and keeping up with it can be a challenge, but I really encourage you to stay fully engaged and consistent in your social media strategy. And then I want you to focus your efforts only on a few networks. And you don't have to be everything to everybody. Just start small and build those audiences. And based on those business goals and and your target audience that you've put together, just figure out which networks make the most sense for you to dedicate your time and efforts to. And then just stick with those. Um, If you need to uh, add one later, just, just make sure that you're adding something that you know that you can keep up with. Um, The other thing that I would recommend is that you batch your social media tasks. So the key to establishing great social media presence is engaging content development. And if you're as busy as I am, I don't always have time each day to develop that content. So what I find useful is to set aside a block of time, whether it's a couple of hours or a full day, to start writing that content for that that week or that month and uh, scheduling putting a schedule together and scheduling it out or using a, a, a software such as Hootsuite or Buffer or uh, Sprout Social to actually schedule that out so that I don't have to be online each day um, posting, but I can still go online each day and interact. And and what this does, it, it really cuts down on the uh, the time that it ta- that you waste when you're switching between tasks and um, you can do this to either write your own content, you can do it to curate your content, or, or as I said, you can do it to just post your content. So maybe you need three blocks of time in a, in a given week or a, in a given month to just set, set aside to put that all together. 
the other thing that I would highly encourage you to do is to follow your leaders um, and just choose those leaders in your industry or those people that you look up to um, and uh, just start following them on whatever social platform you want. And, uh, and, and that can just be a benefit because you can learn a lot by observing how they are leveraging social media. You can learn more about your field um, and you can learn just more about how to interact with your customers. Um, so it, and, and one of the results may be that it may inspire you to do something different within your own, own company or, or your own business. Um, what I would highly suggest, and this goes along with um, the, the idea of batching your social media content, is to put together a, a content calendar. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but, I, but this is really one of those things that uh, will make you highly successful on social media. And what I mean by that is you want to put together a calendar by day and by week and by month as to what you're going to post on each of your social networks. Um, and you're going to put together where you're finding that content, when you're posting it, what your headline is, and uh, any other relevant information like links, um, how you, how you, what the call to action is, that sort of stuff. And what this will do is it will allow you to keep track of what you're posting and where. And it will also... Um, I'm a firm believer in that if you write it down, you're going to get it done. If it's just in your head and you say, oh, I'm going to do a blog post this week, it's not going to get done. And I am a victim of that myself. So it's really important for you to um, put it down, put it on your calendar, make time for uh, you to develop your uh, content and make that time to uh, set it all up and, and track it. Um, and there, the, you know, there's one comment that I found uh, while I was researching for for this topic, and I really loved it. And it was that passion generates content. And one of the biggest hurdles, and we've talked about this in the past, that a lot of social media programs is um, generating new content on a regular basis. And what this is talking about is if you're passionate about a subject, then the the content is going to come easily. So the more passionate you are, the easier it is to generate that co uh, content that is relevant to your readers. And nine times out of 10, the chances are that many others who share um, that content and like that content share those same passions. So those are really the top ways that I think that you can improve your social media presence. So we've made it and I hope I've given you some good ideas to help you create your 2018 social media marketing plan. So if so let me know if this has helped and you can use the information and leave me a comment on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we've covered or you have a question that I didn't answer, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And now I want to uh, give you a little bit of an idea of what's coming up on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So uh, next Wednesday, we start our 30 Days of Blogging Challenge. And I hope you're ready for this challenge. My email marketing challenge a couple of months ago was wildly successful. So I hope you'll join us for this. And each day you'll receive a variety of tips and techniques that will help you 
take your blogging to the next level. And all you have to do is go to 411marketingchallenge.com slash 30 days of blogging to sign up. Uh, Next week, we're going to talk about live streaming and podcasting for the small business. Um, So I hope you'll join us then. And again, if you have any questions you want answered or you want to have me talk about a topic, send me an email at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com or connect with me on Facebook at 411marketingsolutions. Um, And that's it. Thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas for your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 